Hello. Hi. Welcome to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Mary. And I'm Kylie. We are a mother-daughter duo interested in true crime. Some material may be disturbing because we do discuss murder. And adult beverages. We try not to swear, but sometimes bad words do fall out. <laughs> Join in on the conversation. Find us on Instagram at Sipping with Snapped. Tweet us at Sipping Snapped. To suggest a story, find us online, www.sippingwithsnapped.com. Or join our Facebook group, Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. So, uncork your favorite bottle of wine. Or pour yourself a cocktail and... Let's Talk Snapped! So, hi, Kylie. Hey, Mom. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. <laughs> and first, I want to thank all of our listeners for listening because this has been really, really fun. Oh my gosh, right though? And we've been learning so many new things. You did that cool thing with an excerpt over a photo yes. the other day. I was like, this is genius. I was like, I wonder how you do that. So I did Google it and YouTubed and then it was super fun. It's how I learn everything. On the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, on the line. Google is the shiznit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hot shizzle for dizzle or what is it what, what did i chicka chicka what for rizzle my shizzle no for shizzle my nizzle what is it? <laughs> snoop doggy dog do you watch good morning america with george oh my gosh george is such a little kid in a grown man's body you know? <laughs> yeah he's such a nerd <laughs> right but a lovable nerd yes. you know just looks like that guy he's like so little too you could totally picture him in elementary school i'm not dancing exactly (laughs) in his little suit and tie still Mm. with that side part that he has what i love is when his wife comes on and she's like a little firecracker opposites attract oh i love it because he's calm and collected Mm -hmm. and she comes on and is cracking the dirty jokes and he's there blushing yes yes yes. i adore it george stephanopoulos Mm -hmm. i was actually thinking about his last name today which sounds weird but he's been in the industry so long and i think it would be so funny stephanopoulos and you're just like yes this is my name and I want the entire country to say it every morning. (laughs) (laughs) And then if there's any Greek anything, he's the one that says it. Like John Stamos' real last name. (laughs) Yeah, that's what made me think of it. Kostopoulos or whatever it is. Is that it? Kostopopopoulos. Hip hop. Hip hop popoulos. Hip hop. Hip (laughs) What was that from? Big Daddy. When they're spelling the words. That's right. How come he gets all the easy ones? Yes. (laughs) Exactly. So what are you drinking? UV blue. UV blue? Yay. Cheers. This goes out to you know who. Yeah, y'all. You stole his bottle once and he looked for it all day. (laughs) (laughs) UV blue for you know who. UV blue for you know who. Here you go, DW. Hi, Daddy, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa. Love you.
Are you ready for my story, Kylie? Yes. So we were contacted by a listener. I know. And I think that's the coolest thing ever. Not only that we were contacted by a listener, but that he is interested in us and actually willing to share it. It was neat that he reached out. Yeah. So the listener's name is Casey. Uh Uh-huh. He wanted to tell the world about his sister. As a person with two sisters, I could not imagine how devastating losing one of my sisters would be. Oh my goodness. And just knowing the events too. It's truly heartbreaking. So you want to hear about this tragic crime? I do. And I thank him so much for... Reaching out. Being willing to share. Yes. Yeah, and reaching out, you know. Because I don't know how I'd want to react. I don't know if I would want to be like, hey, everyone listen. Or if I'd want to like burrow it inside, you know. Yeah. If it's like one of my siblings. He did say that they moved away. Exactly. So I, I don't know. Because every time they would see something, it would remind them of her. I can kind of see both sides. Would I want to be reminded of? her would I not want to be reminded of her I guess it depending on how long they waited in between it would be how many joyful versus painful memories they were experiencing Mm -hmm. you know like if overall they were like oh that's where we did this great thing or that's where we did that great thing versus that's where I know this happened and that happened like how many of those Yes. Interactions. So Tiffany Dawn Kelly was born on April 2nd, 1989 in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, all right. And Aries. Mm-hmm. Huntsville's really, really nice. Isn't that where NASA headquarters, right? Yes. NASA does have something up there. Nice. When you stop in Huntsville mm-hmm. from the interstate, the first rest area has an old rocket. Oh, that's cool. It's really neat. Her brother, Casey, described... Tiffany as a very rowdy child. She always loved people and enjoyed helping others. <laughs> Her mother said, quote, Tiffany was the glue that held our family together. Oh. You never caught her without a smile on her face. She was always smiling, always happy, unquote. Oh, so she seems just like a very full personality girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Compassionate and empathetic. Exactly. But also, I mean, the rowdy child, I feel like, has a little bit of stubbornness to it. Yes, this is true. <laughs> right? This is hitting a this little close true. to home yes. at the moment. <laughs> but a lover, you know, at the yes. same time. Tiffany became a single mother while in high school and had twin boys. Oh my goodness. Talk about a life-changing event. Yes. Oh, twins. Two of everything. and I can't imagine. Tiffany was the best mom any kid could have ever asked for. She would give you the shirt off her back if you needed it. She opened her home to people in need as well. On September 22nd, 2018. Oh, that's recent. Just three years ago. Wait, real quick. I wanted to do the math on her age. So she was 29? 29. Oh, your age. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, wait, let's do the math. Oh, I don't want to do the math. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So she's young. So on September 22nd, 2018, Tiffany was making a quick stop at the Dollar General in South Huntsville when she saw a young couple needing a ride. Uh Uh-huh. Seeing that the young lady was pregnant, Tiffany did what she always did, which was help others. She stopped to give the young couple a ride. So Tiffany allowed them to get into her car. 
car and then she started driving back to her house to get her license and pick up her husband. Interesting. Where did they need a ride to? Their house? They didn't say. I'm assuming they probably either needed it from the Dollar General to their house or like another public area. As she started to drive back towards her home off Green Cove Road, things went horribly wrong. Tiffany, only 29 years old, was stabbed multiple times as she drove. (gasps) Oh no. And then she was thrown out of her own car. The young couple then drove off in the stolen vehicle, leaving Tiffany in the road with her fatal injuries. What? Oh my God. Yes, a passerby spotted her and called 911. Detectives said that nearby surveillance cameras captured Tiffany Kelly being forced out of her own car and then the duo sped away. (gasps) In the footage, Tiffany can be seen trying to raise up before collapsing from her stab wounds. Oh my goodness. That sounds just like something from a movie. Mm -hmm. This is horrible. And it's real life. So she goes, here she was trying to help this young pregnant couple yeah who doesn't have a ride they stab her and they take her car yeah oh my gosh do we find out who does the stabbing and who they are shall i continue yes please oh poor tiffany oh my the detectives were on the case and they had the challenging task of identifying who killed tiffany and why Uh uh-huh surveillance video outside the dollar general showed that Tiffany was talking to two people outside of the store right before her car pulls out of the frame. Okay. The two suspects were first on the radar in Clark County, which is in South Alabama, 250 miles from Huntsville, when a man named Xavier Scott's cousin called to report a possible kidnapping. Whoa. Xavier, who was 20 at the time, and his 16-year-old girlfriend, Dominique Jackson, I know, crazy, went to the cousin's home in Clark County just hours after they killed Tiffany. Whoa. Sorry, you couldn't see that my face dropped. A 16-year-old and a 20-year-old, and she's pregnant. Yes. What? Police said the cousin became suspicious after the young couple got into a fight and the cousin believed the girlfriend might be a victim of kidnapping. So this was going on in Clark County while they're looking for Tiffany in Huntsville? Yes. Police said the teen girlfriend was not kidnapped. Instead, she had run away from home. No. She was not happy at home, so they ran as far away as they could. (gasps) Uh So the cousin saw the news report about Tiffany's murder and matched the license plate tag number to the vehicle that Xavier was driving. Because his cousin showed up in his car and he's like, whose car is this? And later they're like, this car is missing. And he's like, oh! Good cousin. He was a little murderino. Smart cousin. True crime fan. (laughs) (laughs) He saw on the news that there was a murder up in Huntsville, 250 miles away. They probably said the make, model, and and license number of this car. And he wrote it down and went outside and did a little sleuthing. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see if it was a male or a female cousin. Oh, she, they. Xavier and the teen had cleaned Tiffany's car at that cousin's house and then started a fire in the yard, apparently to destroy evidence. 
That's what investigators said. Start a fire in the yard. I feel like that. In Cousin's yard. Yeah. So Cousin Eddie, <laughs> they said, hey, can we clean this car in your yard and, and burn this stuff? Cousin Eddie. <laughs> I like that code name for him. If we ever have an undisclosed cousin going forward, they will be Cousin Eddie. <laughs> totally Eddie. Absolutely. Or a girl, Eddie. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> but... Police recovered what's believed to be the murder weapon <gasps> and saw obvious signs of blood in the car. So they did not do a good job. Correct. That evidence was collected and sent to forensics for testing. That's terrible. So they suspect this 16-year-old and 20-year-old. These are kids. These are children. And they got this 29-year-old woman, too. Mother of two. Uh, who just was, like, trying to be kind because they needed a ride. I don't understand yet what their motive was. A sheriff also said that the two were seen by a person who Dominique reached out to and said that her boyfriend had killed someone in Huntsville. Wow. She also told this person that Xavier then forced her back into the car and then they drove off. Oh, okay. So that kind of changes things slightly that she was like, ooh, WTF and tried to leave. And I'm telling you about it. Yeah, that's good then that she opened her mouth and said something because at first I was like, why didn't anybody, if one was unwilling, but if he's that crazy... I didn't expect this. Exactly. Mm -hmm. She's 16, poor girl. She's probably with him because they got pregnant, you know? Yeah. One was unwilling and thought she knew him. Mm -hmm. But the Clark County Sheriff then said that they started working with the Huntsville Police Department. So kudos to them for reaching out to each other. Yeah. I wonder who initiated. <laughs> well, the Clark County got the tip from the cousin. Oh, saying like, hey, they killed someone up in Huntsville. Mm -hmm. So the cousin called the Clark County Sheriff's Office and said, hey, I think my cousin was involved with that murder up at Huntsville. So then the Clark County cops called the Huntsville cops and says, hey, we got a tip. Got it. That something happened up there. This murder. Mm -hmm. Got it. The Clark County Sheriff connected Xavier to Tiffany's murder. And he said that the Huntsville Police Department has been very cooperative in providing evidence linking Xavier to the crime. Uh-huh. Wow. Police said that Xavier and Dominique hitchhiked to Huntsville from Clark County about two weeks before the killing. I didn't know that people still hitchhiked now. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, they do. They're stupid people, but they do. <laughs> they had been staying in various places around town. The pair ran out of money, and they were trying to get home when they decided to steal a vehicle over the weekend. <gasps> So Dominique was probably like, yeah, let's steal a car. And that's how Xavier decided to steal the car. Yes. Okay, I'm okay with stealing a car, but not murder. Yeah. There's that line there. Like, yeah, it's a thing, not a person. Mm -hmm. Where Xavier, he crossed that line. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. I was like, what was she thinking getting in the car? Mm -hmm. She's thinking he would like pull it out and be like, give me your car and that would be that. <laughs> yeah. He could have just said, hey, give me your keys and left her alive. Yeah, exactly. There was a different way. And driving and then pushing out. And to be that rough about it. No way. There was no reason 
to kill her. None. No, it's just a car. Just a nice person that picked you yeah. up. That's it. She's so nice. She probably would have just given the car. He snapped just for a car. It wasn't even a personal. Yes, right? Like, I know people here. I'll get another ride. Take it. You got to get back. She probably would have. Like, hey, you look like you need this car more than me. Just take it. In interviews with law enforcement, the two generally admitted being involved with the fatal stabbing. But each suspect blamed the other for the stabbing oh i don't like when they do that yeah me either because it's like a he said so you said muddled mess because <laughs> i'm sure they both have prints and they both have everything and it's only whoever's in the car well you wonder they found the knife mm -hmm. did it have prints on it and whose prints were they right because you know he wasn't wearing gloves but also to be argued they probably both touched it at some point hopefully she didn't can you imagine he like stabbed her and then just like toss a knife and just like here here hold this right here get rid of it oh i hope not you're gonna be in this with me i hope not so september 27th 2018 so that's five days later okay so five days later on september 27th 2018 the two were arrested xavier's preliminary hearing was on november 7th 2018 nice and dominique's preliminary hearing was scheduled for december 5th 2018 and she was being charged as an adult <gasps> oh no the judge ruled that there was enough evidence to advance the case to madison county which is up in huntsville okay so they both were extradited to madison county where their cases are to be played out in court they were both charged with capital murder and they're trying to get a plea deal and they're still awaiting trial really but the trial has been on hold because of oh the vid covid19 yeah 2018 that makes so much sense so that's the only reason I did ask Casey if the trial has happened yet, and he said no. It's still on hold. Wow. Oh, that's so tough, because you know who did it. They admitted to it, and now you're just waiting. Well, they admitted being there, but neither one of them admitted being the, the final blow. Says that they were the one that did it. So I wonder what evidence that they have. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is like a teaser almost, because I want to know what happens in the trial. <laughs> I know, me too. I love closure. Right? Me too. I mean, we know who did it. And also seeing how it plays out in court is half of the interesting part to see what kind of stance each side takes. Yeah. Because it's not always the same and a lot of times, I mean, no offense to the defense. And how are the attorneys, you know? Exactly. Do they have any racehorses? Yes. Like, do they have someone that can spin this and be like, well, and that'll intimidate and bring up dirt mm -hmm. and just muddy up something that's pretty cut and dry. Like, this nice girl giving a ride mm -hmm. just gave a ride to the wrong couple. Yeah. A detective said that he met Tiffany's family at the funeral home uh -huh. on September 28th, 2018 to update them about the capital murder charges and the status of the case. And he said that it, quote, gave them some closure it's not going to bring tiffany back it's not going to stop the hurt that they have but at least this part of it will give them some closure unquote I can't imagine. That's got to be the most difficult part of being a cop. Yeah, to have those conversations and to know, too, like, how often do you have a conversation that's be somewhat difficult for you? And it's like, ah, 
I'd rather not do this face-to-face. Can I call you or something? And that's something that you've got to go in and see them. And just knowing that you've got to. But I guess on the other side of the coin, you also get to give that really stellar news. So Yeah. The Huntsville police thanked all the agencies involved for their cooperation in the capture of Xavier Scott and Dominique Jackson. So the man's name is Xavier, which is X apostrophe Z-A-V-I-E-R, which I think is a really cool spelling name, but he's an asshole of a guy. Xavier? Xavier. Yeah. Too bad that creativity is going to be spent on someone who doesn't deserve it. That name should be beside a piece of art, not behind prison bars. Yeah. The Huntsville police said it was a great example of information sharing between multiple agencies. Yeah. Leading to swift apprehension of violent offenders. That was really quick. Gold star. Five days, gold star. Yeah, and it sounds like pretty much the cousin was like, hey, that's the car, called, and then like next day they called up. I think because if the cousin stayed silent, Mm -hmm. the cousin would have been charged also as an accessory. That's true. If he's noticed something was fishy, like how can they say, hey, this car that you've never seen before that belongs to a murdered woman is at your place. Like, (laughs) you can't play dumb to that. No. I remember growing up, back when I had a driveway, when someone (laughs) just turned around on the driveway, I'd be like, who are you? I don't know your vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) So you'd notice if someone was in your driveway. Like, that's a strange vehicle. Where did he get that? He has no money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He has no money and a pregnant girlfriend. I know. Oh, poor girl. Poor baby. I was going to ask if you were able to find anything on that. Any follow-up? Nothing. I could ask Casey, though. Because you think about it. If she's incarcerated while pregnant, then it's been years. She definitely had the child. I wonder what they do. I mean, that was 2018, so that baby is three. Almost four. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, now that poor child is a victim, too, mm-hmm. because his dad decided... To be stupid. That's the thing that stinks about these cases is that it spreads out even more. It's like a spider web. Not only was poor Tiffany. Tiffany was taken, but now that affects her siblings, her kids, her parents, Mm -hmm. the girlfriend, their baby. Mm Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. Because then if a grandparent takes in the child, then they're not to say that it's like a burden, but their life is then affected differently. And yeah, so Tiffany's family applauded the efforts of law enforcement to track the killer couple down. Mm -hmm. Tiffany's brother Casey said, quote, the hole my sister has left in everyone's lives after her passing is so unreal. You really don't know what you have until it's gone. I hope she's dancing in the sky. Oh, I can't imagine trying to describe losing a sister because it's just they grow up with you through all of the things. I can't imagine. And knowing the person reached out directly. So, oh, man, now I'm just sad. This is a really sad case. I think we should toast to Tiffany. Yes. This is for you. Hashtag toast to Tiffany. That's got a nice ring to it. Alliterations, man. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> Cheers, Tiffany. And thank you to her brother for sharing this personal story with yes, us. Yes, thank you, Casey. And still being a true crime fan. I love it. Yes, I'm glad someone's listening and likes us enough to reach out. Right. And share something that's pretty intimate. I mean, the death of a sibling. Yeah. Oh, 
thank you and we will whenever there's an update we'll let everybody know yes the last update was over a year ago it was august 18th 2020 i know so that's over a year ago i feel like it'll be one of those things where all of a sudden we're like oh my gosh <laughs> randomly today this crazy thing happened <laughs> i don't know if you guys remember that case but right like tune back in to this episode and there's an update just out of the blue because i i mean there's gonna be no like hey upcoming cases there's no movie previews (laughs) it's just kind of like hey this is what already happened (laughs) (laughs) so that's all that i have so far yes so we'll update you right it's kind of like a part one in a way but the to be continued is to be determined (laughs) and we have a different ending so if you stay tuned you can listen to our new ending yes thanks for listening yes thanks for listening and cheers Thank you for listening. Sipping with Snapped is an independent podcast. So the best way you can support us is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser. This podcast is researched, written, and edited by us. I'm Mary the mom. I'm Kylie the daughter. Thank you to Caleb Cook for lending his musical talents for our theme music. And tune in next Wednesday for another Sipping with Snapped episode. Cheers. Cheers. Hey Logan, say I love you. <laughs> <laughs>